Hello everyone, welcome to IntelliPad. So today in this session, we will be talking about Python versus C++. Now software has become an integral part of our day-to-day -day life. Everything is automated and connected to us in some or the other ways. But among the developers, it is always a question to choose which programming language is best among Python and C++, right? So that is why we have come up with this comprehensive tutorial on Python versus C++. Now in this session, we will be talking about the major differences and comparison between Python and C++, right? Now let's start with the session. So to start off with this quick comparison between Python and C++, let us begin by taking a quick look at Python. If you've already used Python or if you have known Python for a while now, you will understand that it's probably one of the world's most fastest programming languages out there uh, in terms of performance, in terms of growth, in terms of application and a lot of other things as well. So Python has gained a lot of traction in the last couple of years, especially in the field of data analytics, uh, you know, where there's a lot of data intensive tasks to be done and much more. And then people sort of tend to generalize on that. People think Python is only used for, uh, you know, achieving artificial intelligence, machine learning, deep learning, whatever. Well, that's not the case uh, because Python is clearly used in almost all of the fields that you can think of. Uh, again, uh, when you think about data analytics, it's, it, it has a huge impression there. Web development, yes, it's there. Uh, you know, just, just, just about anything that you can think about. It, it provides a lot of uh, very good features for the user. It's an interpreted language. It supports a lot of high-level syntax. It's strongly typed, adding to the readability where, uh, you know, it makes it very simple for you to understand again uh, we'll check out all of these points in detail it's object oriented in design and by basis as well so uh, there's a lot of things which python brings to the table and probably this is why uh, you know it is considered to be one of the fastest programming languages out there as well then when you think about the paradigms uh, that's supported by Python, well, uh, you know, it supports imperative, functional, OOP, and even procedural programming all at once as well. So depending on your application, depending on what you're trying to achieve uh, using Python, uh, you can go on to use imperative programming. Imperative programming uh, is considered when you are, uh, you know, trying to focus on the what aspect of the program, like what, uh, you know, you're trying to achieve by making use of uh, of the program rather than how. So when you concentrate on the what you'll be using imperative functional programming deals with taking in a certain set of inputs passing it through a function and making sure it generates a valid output uh, you know that you can use for further steps object-oriented programming again every object every single entity is treated as an object here so with procedural programming there are certain procedures that have to be followed certain set of structured steps and methodologies where data uh, is processed as well so with this, we can again take a quick look at C++ to begin with. C++ has been here for multiple years, right? It's been here for decades, in fact, again, even Python as well. So C++ has been popular ever since its launch. That's the difference between Python and C++. Python is gaining traction now, but C++ was gaining immense traction ever since it came out as well. It's called as an intermediate level programming language because at the end of the day, it will give you both high level features and low level features. Uh, high-level programming features uh, which will make it very easy for you to read and understand code and write it in English-like languages and low-level features where you can use it to program microcontrollers, uh, microprocessors and much more. So writing everything from the basic binary assembler code, machine-level code, all the way till high-level code, uh, C++, has been proven to be very, very diversified and very powerful in both the cases as well. 
Now coming to the three main things about C++ is that so one it provides very good performance numbers because of its architecture because of its design reliability and how it was built uh, having C as a foundation and if you guys did not know you can actually write C code and run it in C++ successfully as well of course C reverse would not work but then uh, it supports C completely too and of when you think about abstraction well it makes sure that as a developer you get to put your time and effort into making a better logic into developing a well-rounded application rather than focusing on things which might not be uh, you know that important so good amount of abstraction is there and of course code reusability is something that has championed uh, in terms of uh, using C++ as well so this makes sure that you know you really don't have to write a lot of code to achieve a lot so with this again coming to understanding what C++ is good at C++ is amazing at giving you solutions wherever you have an OOP requirement it will give you a secure environment for development again we'll check out all of these points and details uh, in the comparison and then it will support good amount of portability because at the end of the day you can develop on Windows you can write code on Mac you can write code on your phone you can write it on WebOS so there's a lot of operating systems through which you can uh, you know use and deploy applications written on C++ as well so so with this it gives you a lot of wiggle room uh, a lot of flexibility to do whatever is required for the solution right so with this we can come to the uh, comparison between python and c++ and the first point in our comparison has to be the syntax because here is where there is major uh, differences because when you think about python python gives you one huge advantage in that the syntax there is extremely readable uh, by this what i mean is that if you're a beginner who doesn't know either of these programming languages reading python syntax or python code is as similar and almost equivalent to reading english language so it's 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 pretty simple to understand it'll get you started really quick and you really don't need much to understand basic syntax even if you're uninitiated with respect to c++ this is not the case because sometimes there is a lot of complex characters being used uh, in all of the statements and this can get really complex at the beginning as well in fact not at the beginning even if you're an intermediate user sometimes this definitely can get overwhelming because the syntax is pretty complex and uh, you know working with it uh, will take a lot of effort as well so uh, if i have to pick for syntax hands down it's going to be python in this round and uh, this brings us to the second point of the comparison which is uh, talking about execution see python was built in a way where it was supposed to champion uh, dynamic execution of program or dynamism as we call it and it does just that uh, so it basically runs on the interpreter architecture where uh, you know the code can be changed and played around at runtime and you can get uh, all of the results then and there as well with C++ that is not the case because this is a compiler based architecture you have to first compile the code and then any changes made after compilation will not be executed because you have to compile first and execute first and if you have to make any changes you have to make the changes compile again and execute again so uh, this form of static application static development protocol here uh, will give python the edge because again python is built around making use of dynamism and of course the number of applications where you require near real-time uh, outputs or real-time outputs is, is everywhere around us so again uh, if you have to ask me about execution I think Python will win this round as well 
then to add another point to uh, python's arsenal is when we talk about garbage collection because whenever we talk about garbage collection python provides the users with an automated support to make sure that garbage uh, collection is done and memory is handled automatically so whenever you uh, you know go on to declare variables uh, and store uh, stuff into that variable so what it basically does is it'll take up space in the memory as well right so later unless you clear it the memory will not uh, be deallocated in the case of python it has the ability to automatically you know handle all of these uh, remove whatever uh, variables that you're not using anymore deallocate that memory and do all of that for you but c++ does not offer any support for this so if you have allocated memory for a particular variable and considering you use it or not use it later in the program unless you deallocate it that memory is going to sit as a buffer as a waste piece of memory where you know you really cannot use it so in in terms of garbage collection and memory management again uh, you know uh, this round goes for Python but then if you're a person who likes the complexity and if you're a person who wants manual memory management who wants that kind of a criteria where you you require uh, to do manual intervention in terms of memory management then uh, you know you could of course go for C++ Coming to point number four, point number four talks about variable scope. So with variable scope, what we're basically trying to understand is that the uh, scope of the variables in which where they can be accessed from, who can access it, what can be changed in the variable and many other aspects. Python is of course known for its flexibility where it will give you the access to the variables and you know you can play around with it even if it's outside the looping structure and everything. So you have complete scope over your variables. In case of C++, uh, you know, it'll limit the scope to it because it works in a complete OOP architecture. It's a very strict OOP based architecture. So the scope of the variable depends on which looping construct it's in, which object, uh, whatever it's tied to and much which class it belongs to and much more. So now this is an advantage and a disadvantage. The advantage in Python is flexibility while the advantage in C++ is data security. Again, we have another point on that. Uh, so we can check that out as well. And coming to the developer's salary, so both of these job roles are very much active today and they are on the rise as well. So it's been predicted uh, for the next 10 years at least that the world will require a lot of C++ and Python developers as well. So the average salary in the USA is somewhere around 125,000 uh, US dollars per annum and around 8 lakhs per annum in India. For C++ developers, it ranges somewhere over $110,000 per annum and of course uh, around 7 lakhs per annum. So the comparison here is pretty much uh, you know equivalent it's pretty close by so it all depends on what problems either of these developers are trying to solve with that and adding to your interest it completely depends on where you want to go and uh, what you want to do as well and then this brings us to another very important point which is execution speed here is where c++ has a lot of edge over python see python is a little slow when it comes to executing uh, any any complex piece of code at the end of the day because it was meant for dynamic applications it was meant for the usage where you know you can spread across computation across multiple computers and all of that is fine but when it handles complex pieces of code due to its interpreter architecture so due to this interpreter structure what basically happens is that it will move around uh, a lot in the program and it will add a little bit to the uh, inefficiency of it because it takes a lot of uh, time in terms of time complexity and of course it is a little uh, uh, you know a memory hogging as well. 
So with C++, this is not the case. C++ has the ability to handle any complex task you throw at it and it'll, it'll do it with ease. Because everything here is again completely OOP, it'll give you intermediate level access. Uh, you know, you can have objects, you can map various functions onto them, map parameters, uh, use them in multiple classes, inheritance. There's, there's, there's a lot of things you can do with both of these programming languages. But at the end of the day, if your application boils down to execution speed, I think, uh, we'll have to go with C++ for this round. Now with that, the next point we have to talk about is rapid prototyping. So rapid prototyping is a situation where you will not have time or, uh, you know, the requirement of doing much, but then you will have to put out a prototype or it will, you will have to put out a basic functioning device, an application or a program or something of similar sorts in limited amount of time. When that is the case, uh, you know, Python is purpose built for this. Python is built around rapid prototyping. So this will help all of the developers with whatever tools is required, whatever options is required, whatever methodologies are required as well to rapidly build prototypes and to make sure that they function as well. So Python is built around this and it really makes it interesting. And C++ is again a little bit complex in terms of feasibility because whenever you talk about complex pieces of code, yes, it can execute it faster. Uh, but, uh, you know, when, when it comes to prototyping, the methodologies it provides you, how quickly you can get started with it and, uh, you know, what makes it a programming language in whole, well, C++ is a little complex in terms of implementing rapid prototyping. So Python will win this round. And with that, we can check out multi-threading. Multi-threading is a situation where you can, uh, you know, parallelly stem and use processing power to rapidly execute your code. When that's the case, Python will support multi-threading completely as again, this is one of the goals of the programming languages. It is built around this and it will basically help you run multiple programs, any number of programs you want concurrently. And uh, when you're talking about efficiency, there, there, is, there is no winning uh, when it comes to this. And of course, with C++, it does not support uh, multi-threading, but then th there is certain support uh, for multi-threading as well when you think about it, because it, it offers methodologies such as forking, where you can fork a child from a parent class and then, you know, work with it as well. So multi-threading support in general is present for both, but how easy is it to use and how powerful is it? When you think about those questions, I think Python uh, will win this round as well. Then coming to multivariable support, multivariable support, again, this is completely based on your requirement. It's, it's a preference to be honest, because Python will give you a lot of data types. It'll give you mutable data types, immutable data types, you know, there's lists, tuples, dictionaries, sets, and a lot more, uh, you know, that Python will give you. So to make sure that you can work with your data as efficiently as possible with C++, that will not be the case. C++ will give you all the standard uh, data types you can work with. It's integer, float point characters double and much more as well for all of your variables and values you're going to fit into all of these variables as well so so coming to this there is there is no winner here but then if you have to uh, base it on segregation and base it on how structured things are python might take an edge but then it might be a little complex to get started with it so if your goal is starting out very simple then c will uh, win this round with this, uh, we'll have to talk about one very, very important thing that is data security. Uh, when you talk about data encapsulation, data security, this round hands down is gonna go with C++ because when you think about it, Python will provide a weaker data encapsulation because anything uh, inside its methods, you know, any member, all of the methods which are inside other classes and everything is public in general. Yes, it's public. 
So that's the default access specifier there. In terms of C++, well, absolutely no, because all of the default classes are private. And to access private classes, you're going to require a lot of permission. You're going to require a lot of uh, methodologies wherein to make sure that you have the right authentication and the authorization to access a particular data which is present uh, in that class or whatever it is. So when it comes to data security, there is no uh, beating C++ in this regard. You know, with this, you might have a question saying, well, we've seen the advantages and some disadvantages of both the programming languages as well. So is there one programming language which is completely better than the other? Well, the answer is no, because when you think about it, uh, it's completely personal preference, of, of course. But then Python is amazing whenever you require a rapid prototyping sort of working where you require, uh, you know, fast development speed. Well, of course, where you will not have time to manage memory on your own. So if you require managed memory, Python is the way to go. Now, when you think about C++, it's a bit different because your code here will execute a little faster and you will have complete control over your memory. So if you have a requirement as I've mentioned previously, uh, saying you need complete control of your memory at all points of times and no matter what you require that higher execution uh, speed, even though the syntax can get a little complex or the working can get a little complex, then of course C++ would be your way to go as well. So with this comparison, I'm sure there's lots more points we can discuss on this and with that you've reached the end of this comparison.